What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, a podcast. What a pod! Hello, friends. How are you doing? Oh my goodness. I hope you're well. Um, mm. Ooh, what a what a week! Uh, every week is what a week. What you know? But you know what? I. I listened earlier, like as I was doing some notes to um, Trixie and Katya's podcast. Oh, they are just so funny together. And and Monet Exchange was on it. Oh, Monet. And it was just, yeah, I was laughing so hard. I like I had to like pause it. Oh, my God. That's that's great. That's good. And then I was laughing like just so hard. And Pete was like. Are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> they're talking about fucking hard turns, okay? I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. If ever there was a topic I could relate to at this point in time in my life. God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So, highly recommend if anyone's having a week. Mm, just get your laugh on. Get your mm-hmm. your giggle. Yeah. Get your giggle. Um, yeah. Well... I think we'll giggle a little bit through this episode. Maybe not as much as usual. It's a little bit of a heavy topic, but um, it's it's heavy. There's some fuckery. It's it's truly fucked up. Um, Truly, truly. um, Not the like, oh, that's fucked up. It's like, oh, yeah, it's not like, oh, my God, listen to this fried fast food item. It's like, oh, this place has a bad history. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, man. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah. I don't have any biz. Nope, me either. Um, anything fucked up for you? Oh my God. You know, I did that sleep study. Yeah. And the next day, Pete's like, wow, you didn't snore at all last night. Like, maybe you don't ha- have any issues. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think so. And then I had a call. <laughs> I had like a telehealth call with my doctor yesterday. She's like, um, so you have a moderate sleep apnea. <gasps> moderate sleep apnea yeah she was like this at home sleep study was so cool it could tell me like based on which side I was sleeping on like my back if it was like worse or better on like how many times I stopped breathing yeah and my my back was like 15 times an hour I stopped breathing oh my god like I'd hold my breath and so that's moderate that's like pretty bad that's why he thought you weren't snoring because you weren't actually breathing breathing. I know (laughs) and then on my left side only once which is like like that's like not even anything and then on my right side maybe like five or something like like my sides are way better and she was like oh my gosh um at one point you're you're like record for how long you held your breath 28 seconds I don't think I could do that like awake like awake (laughs) I know I was like how like, what? That's so wild that I'm not, like, waking up gasping for air. Oh, my God. That's but scary. It's scary, but also she's, like, so, like, she was, like, I was diagnosed, you know, like, five years ago, whatever. She's, like, I thought I was tired all the time because I have four kids, and I am, but, like, also uh, I was, it, no, it was, like, I wasn't sleeping right. So oh, we're going to do some stuff to, like help me with my sleeping and hopefully I won't be so tired all the time and that's cool but I like didn't want to have it but at least I don't have to get that big ass machine yet like a CPAP or whatever it's called yeah yet yet Yet. well it this is the thing if you can if you can like figure this shit out early on yeah and try to do some preventative stuff now yeah you you might not have to later on in life so well, dude, she's like, yeah, like uh, so many health issues could be like triggered or um, made worse totally. by like s- your sleep not being good. And so she was like, it has been linked to breast cancer and and um, heart attacks and strokes and just like all this bad, awful stuff. And I was like, oh, it's no, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how much your sleep uh, hygiene can affect so so many different aspects of your life it's crazy this is um this is why it is really important to like 
I say invest in your like sleeping arrangement, you know, like that's what the marketers say too. They're like, they know you spend a third of your life or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like some dumb thing. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, if you, if you're able to get yeah. a, a sleep, uh, study done on yourself, if you're having trouble sleeping, like yeah. it is, it's, it's a good idea to, to look into it because it does affect a lot of aspects of your health um yeah I I I learned a lot about like sleep hygiene yeah because after having a kid like that's such a huge part of like everything having like a lot of behavioral issues like come Uh, from like bad sleep and and like even kids get have like a level of sleep apnea sometimes like that can affect their behavior so it's like yeah you just gotta gotta be aware if you're not well rested, Mm-mm. shit can get real bad. Oh, mm. so that was my fucked up of the week. Anything? Do you have anything this week? No, I'm just like really fucking tired of being pregnant. It sucks. Mm. Oh, really and you still sucks. have a ways to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I round up like so. I, <laughs> I, well, honestly, like due date, schmoo date. Like, yeah, I yeah. it's like it. I don't. Also, this one's going to drop right out, right? After you have exactly. the first one, yeah, it's like you'll be like, oh, I think I'm, oh, it's here. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that much time in the grand scheme of things. Like only yeah. like, like t- probably less than two months. Like. Yeah. At this point, it's, uh, I got a lot of shit to do still. I have a mm. lot of anxiety. I am so fucking grouchy. So fucking uncomfortable. Ugh. <sighs> it's hot. It's getting hotter. Yeah. It's just yeah. like. You know, it's all the things. So, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, oh God, I it's going to be so fucking crazy when this baby comes. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm, it's just a lot of anticipation and <sighs> it's yeah. fine. It's good. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. It's hard when you're like, well, it's hard waiting that long also you know what to expect this time which could be yeah. better and worse probably like that's what i was probably I was, both it's probably i think it's a lot of both it's just yeah. like also your hormones just fuck with your brain so yeah. bad and it's yeah. just like i'm i want to be positive and stuff right now but it's really hard to yeah you're just tired all the time uncomfortable more uncomfortable yeah. than you've ever been in your life um oh my god yeah. It's just it sucks, but it's temporary. It'll yeah, it'll it'll be replaced by other discomforts <laughs> very soon. But also lots of fun and stuff and cuteness. Yeah. So yeah, just think like three months from now, it'll be you won't be pregnant anymore. I know you'll I know. have a baby, a second baby. Yeah, and you'll just be loving on the babe. And yeah. Jack will be, I was telling my mom, I saw my mom today and I was just like, oh my gosh, Jack is just the best. Like just He's, what a sweetheart. Like when he was like, don't share, come into the pool. And I was just like, oh, is oh, someone calling me? You guys were so cute. He is so cute. Nicole and Pete came over the other day yeah. for 4th of July and we mm-hmm. had a pool party. Uh, it was just like. The like cutest. of small uh, it just wasn't us a party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't a party it was a pool party to jack everything yeah 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 where there's more than two people in the pool is a pool right. party so more than you and dj yeah. <laughs> yeah so he was having the time of his life with you mm-hmm. it was very cute uh it was so cute he it was so fun so fun yeah he's a, he's a good buddy I think I'm going to have him. I'm going to update my name slightly to don't share nicole mm-hmm. so he so starts he knows to your know, actual name yeah because yeah. Yeah, feel, you need to have your own identity. You can't especially, just be, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to have my own identity. And also, mm-hmm. like, especially now that he, like, is, is sentient and, like, knows yeah. things, it's like, oh, okay, I should tell him I have, like, a name. Yeah. So that when he grows up, he doesn't think <laughs> well, that he, we swindled him somehow. <laughs> also, like, he, like, he started preschool the other day, and yeah. he's, like, getting in the groove of that, and he called me teacher the other day, so... <laughs> It's well, like, it's fine. that's the opposite of what usually happens. Usually kids call the teacher mom by accident yeah. and get all embarrassed. I remember no. doing it and I was like, <gasps> I'm like, who do you like? What do you? Yeah. Teacher? I'm already, I'm already like not a real. I'm, 
like thing, a person. I don't know. I just. And you never will whatever. be because you're his mom. You're yeah. only ever going to be his mom. Yeah. I was t- talking with my mom about that today, too. Just like. You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was. I did. I was like, I'm so oh. like, I just found all these little funny things, you know, my, of my dad's. And I was like, oh, man, it's weird because I only ever thought of him as my dad. And she's like, oh, that's so interesting because I thought like you guys had like this fun little relationship. And I was like. No, I was like way closer to you because growing up and stuff, being a teenager, I wasn't sharing anything with my dad. Like, you know, yeah, we we were close in a way that we were close. But like, you know, did we did we know each other as people? I don't really think so. Yeah, I feel like, like, yeah, yeah. Growing up, it was like you're closer with your mom in a lot of ways. But like, you do have this like. The bond like, is the bond tight. with your dad. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't know. It's just different. I, I for yeah. me, I would always just, I would vent to my dad a lot mm. about my mom. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so fucking rude. But yeah. like, it's fine. He, he was, cause like me and my mom butted, butted heads like a lot. Like you and your mom probably did. Like, we didn't. just when you're, oh, well. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm a rare, not until I got older. <laughs> Well, yeah, like much older, yeah. like in yeah. your own, like your, you have your own life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Being a, a kid and a teenager is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, but like what, you know, I, I feel like I wasn't telling my dad like, ooh, I have a crush on this oh, boy. Oh, God. And I was, I was a thousand percent telling my mom that every day after school, I'd come home and be like, guess who talked to me today or whatever, you know, just like. Oh, I told neither of my parents any <laughs> yeah. of that. I kept a lot of journals when I was oh, a kid. Do so. you still have them? Mm, I think I might have burned them. Mm, that was smart because yeah. I was going to say we could do a podcast about them. I, I was too self-aware and already deeply embarrassed just keeping a journal. Like I couldn't oh. even. I I was so cringe. Like oh, yeah. I would I would start a journal and be like, "This is so embarrassing." Like I was so self aware already. <laughs> no, that I, same thing for me. But at the same time, I was like, "I need to do something." You need I an outlet. To, yeah. I have to get these thoughts out somehow. Oh, oh my god! Because I hate everyone and everything. But also, I'm very <laughs> horny. So what do I do mm-hmm. here? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Why? What is this feeling? Someone said it's horny. <laughs> I am a Scorpio and this needs to be spilled out of my body, but to literally no one sentient. Oh my God. Well, should we just get into this week's topic? I think so. I don't have a segue, but uh, this, uh, I feel like maybe this is like summer fun. It's summertime. Everybody's like hitting. We're people are starting to get out and about a little bit, but I feel like we're staying close to home for the most part. Or, or we're traveling to nearby places. Yeah. Getting Airbnbs in other states, you know? Yeah. Summer, I feel like once you're an adult, you can't really take long summer vacations. Like, and even when I was a kid, we didn't take long summer vacations, but they felt long because you're mm-hmm. out of school and, you know, you're doing, like, summer stuff. But I feel like summer is the time of, like, weekend jaunts. Yeah. Or, or because of COVID, like you're able to work remotely. Yeah, that's true. And so you can take a little bit of a, a longer jaunt or you're like kind of a nomad right now. I don't know. I yeah. know people that we are. You don't know. I don't know you. I, I don't know you, but I, I do know people who are doing just we know people. such a thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe you're, you're hitting uh, the beach. Maybe you're hitting uh, the mountains. Maybe mm-hmm. you're going to uh, the desert or mm. the lake, wherever. Yeah. Um, if you are out and about and you decide you need to go to a lake, I would strongly urge you not to go to this lake that we're about to talk about. Yeah. It sounds terrifying. It, it is. Yeah. Dangerous. dangerous mm-hmm. To say the least. Yep. Um, today we're talking about a place called Lake Lanier. It's a whole vibe and it's not a good one. It's a bad, it's a it's bad, a vibe. bad, bad vibe, bad vibes. Um, <laughs> not only because it is very dangerous, but because mm-hmm. it has a very terrible past, which yeah. we will talk about. Oh. Um, Lake Lanier is located in North Georgia. It's about 60 miles out from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 
It has 600 miles of shoreline. Wow. And it's a lot. It's big. It's That's a big, a big lake. lake. It's yeah. huge. And mm-hmm. it, it borders five counties, including uh, Hall, Forsyth, Dawson, oh. Forsyth. Oh, yeah. Good question. For, for, Forsyth? Forsyth. Oh, okay. That's how people pronounce it. Forsyth. Okay. Uh, Dawson, Gwinnett, and Lumpkin counties. <laughs> Lumpkin. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Too close to Blumpkin. <laughs> we don't like it. Uh, no, I love that word, though. It's funny. I know. Uh, and this makes it uh, the largest lake in the state of Georgia, actually. Mm. Uh, if you know anything about this lake, if you've heard of it, uh, you might have heard about it in the news at some point yeah. in time in the past few years. And that's because there's been a lot of accidents there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounds extremely dangerous, like we have alluded to. Um, since the lake's opening, an estimated 675 people have died in the lake. And oh. not all the bodies have been found. So, I mean, it's a big lake. That, big you lake. know. That happens, yeah. That happens. But there's like, we'll talk later about some reasons why yeah. also. Uh, it also serves as one of the main filming locations for the show Ozark. Uh, Have you ever watched that? Yeah, I. I oh, watched really? It. Yeah, it's really good. Oh. Um, I, I, Jason Bateman is great mm-hmm. in it, and Laura Linney. I've heard it's good. Yeah, I fantastic. It mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah. Very stressful. Mm. Uh, it's like a, a Breaking Bad esque kind of uh show. Yeah. So, um, it's, huh. it's good. Um, if you like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course this lake is named after a Confederate soldier, uh, Sidney Clopton Lanier, of course. <laughs> Clopton. <laughs> uh, and this, oh. this little tidbit about it being named after a Confederate soldier makes this lake especially heinous and gross to me, which I'll, yeah. Well, it'll become clear shortly why. Didn't he write is. some song, too? Yeah, I think he was like a poet in the Confederate yeah. Army. So oh, okay. A poet and song Yikes. writer. Yeah. Sydney on the wrong side of history, Clopton Lanier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he, yeah, that's what this lake is named after. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is this lake was built in 1956. It is not a naturally formed lake. Mm-hmm. It was built in 1956 by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, it is a man-made lake that was created to manage navigation and flood control from the Chattahoochee River mm. and to supply water for residents of Atlanta. Mm. And I know you're thinking, like, how does one make a whole ass lake, especially one this big? Yeah. Um, well, you simply flood a valley. Oh. And if that seems crazy, it kind of is. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it's not just because it's a, a feat of human engineering, but also because most of the time before the valley's flooded, there is probably a town or two in that yeah. valley yeah. <laughs> that they flood. Oh, God. Um, if you've ever seen Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Where Art Thou? There is a scene in that movie where there the uh, t- uh, the town gets flooded they're like flooding the valley floor oh on purpose that- yeah on purpose oh my goodness yeah it's very it, it, it like makes sense mm-hmm. like oh okay if you needed some sort of reservoir or something to exist here for like yeah. water purposes and stuff but this like i mean this like you know was created for like it, it like structural reasons ish, but also it's like just a big ass like fun time lake. Well, it is a reservoir. Yeah, a reservoir. Yeah. Any like, any did man you any have man to have it. Yeah, any man made lake is a reservoir. Like it's oh. not just it's not just for for recreation. Oh. It, most most man made lakes are purely to like supply water. water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so this is very common in the United States, though. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just this one place. It's uh, many reservoirs and lakes and reservoirs slash lakes in the U.S. are man-made. And they are all technically, for the most part, flooded valleys that once had small towns in them. Wow. Um, 
for example, the lake that we grew up near, Lake Arrowhead, mm-hmm. that is a man-made lake with mm-hmm. a whole ass little mining town at the bottom of it. Very creepy. Okay, yeah, because people had talked about like a train track or something under there, or like some sort of train or mm-hmm. like under the lake, and you can't see shit in there. It's a pretty... Well, our lake that we grew up on, Lake Arrowhead, is one of the deepest man-made lakes oh. in the United States. I think even in the northern hemisphere it's like it's, it's like very 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 deep oh wow it's also um covered like i feel like i mean i don't know if this is true of all lakes I, it probably is but it's covered in like silt or whatever yeah I, like a very thick layer mm-hmm. like and it could be very dangerous if you are like like going down and you touch the bottom because it's like all of a sudden it just like clouds up around you and you could get yeah. disoriented it's like pretty scary yeah it's very not they're not safe uh in a lot of ways yeah Um, yeah at any rate the valley that was flooded to create lake lanier at one point contained several small towns and a couple of these towns under lake lanier stand out because leading up to the creation of this lake they had their own terrible history which Mm. we like the lake itself is creepy but we we have to talk about the history of the valley, the the small towns underneath Lake Lanier before we get into the creepiness of the lake itself. Yeah. It's all it's all part and parcel. So Yep. It's all connected. It's all connected. So let's talk about that real quick. Um so underneath Lake Lanier, one of the uh well, first let's just say one of the counties that I had mentioned before that borders Lake Lanier is Forsyth Forsyth. County. Oh. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time. I don't know because it's because I want to say Forsyth, but I don't know that that's right. I don't either. Yeah. Well, somebody. Well, we're uh, you're gonna know we're not from Georgia. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> if from you didn't already know, we're we're not peaches. No, no, no. We're we're oranges. Avocados. Cal- avocados. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> we're from the orange groves of Southern California. Yes, we're an orange, not a peach. Um. Yeah, so uh, Lake Lanier borders Forsyth County, mm-hmm. and obviously at one point in time, the land beneath the lake was also part of, part of the land was part of Fors- Forsyth County as well. Mm-hmm. And two of the communities that were in that county, uh, Oscarville and Big Creek, which are now underneath the lake, mm. um, according to the 1910 census, these towns were pre- predominantly black and mm-hmm. contained a majority of the county's 1,098 black residents who comprised about 10 per- 10% of the population at the time of Forsyth County. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is like a little heavy. We're going to talk about this, so yes, yeah, got to do it. It's real fucked up. It's real fucked up. Um, yeah. In September of 1912, uh, a massive racial conflict erupted after two separate alleged attacks on white women that resulted in black men being accused as sus- of being suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, one one white woman accused two black men of breaking into her home in Big Creek and raping her. And then another woman was fatally beaten and raped in the Oscarville community. Mm. Uh, these two incidents resulted in the lynchings of a black man, Rob Edwards, and two black boys, Oscar Daniel and Ernest Knox. Now, oh. they were not convicted. They were no. just stood accused. There was... This happened, like, within a day, right? Yeah. There yeah. was, There was like, there was, like, just a lot of mayhem. And yeah. any excuse for these, for the white residents of these towns to, you know... Yeah. It, form a lynch mob and kill right. black I was, people. Yeah, they I was going to say, an angry mob just mm-hmm. took it upon themselves to decide what would happen. Like it, without any, you yeah. know, like what are the chances that, especially these two boys who were accused, um, what are the chances they actually did something to that white woman? Slim to none. Yeah, that we, we will never know because we'll these, never people, know. these people took it upon themselves. Before but we know. You know, like we know, yeah, we know white women. White women have been out there crying about bullshit for 
decades. Still to this day. Centuries. Used, Centuries. Used, have used tears to yeah. murder black people. So, yeah. So after these lynchings, um, a bunch of emboldened white vigilantes drove nearly every single black person out of Forsyth County mm. and enforced its borders as whites only well into the 80s. Like the 1980s, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. 1880s. Like right, right. the 1980s. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I mean, you know, you have sundown towns still, like, in some places of the country. Like, yeah. that shit, you know, we live in a city, and a lot of people probably don't live in areas that are, you know, like that. But that shit's, it's lasting in some places. Yeah, it it's alive and well, this, like, yep. Jim Crow shit. Yep. This, like, sundown town kind of vibe. Yeah. Is still very much a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can watch video of this, of these racist ass white people that were, that lived in Forsyth County Ugh. out in these streets on, on camera in 4K fucking protesting and saying the N word constantly, Ugh. telling black people to get out of their, their, their town. Uh, they're protesting a 1980. 1980- 1987 civil rights march um we got to get that on tiktok and have all these people identified honestly it's like (laughs) did you see that video of the guy who was like assaulting his neighbors essentially and then he got arrested a couple days later he said his fucking his address on video like (laughs) and then he's like i was drunk well it's like oh okay yikes so, I don't say those things when I'm drunk, so there's still an issue somewhere, ugh, sir. These people, these people. I was um, drunk. That's the dumbest fucking excuse. People still still go on on video and say horrible racist things and just do not care. And yeah, just and it's only because they know they won't. It's the other side of TikTok. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> they're they really do think that they won't get in trouble. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like, okay, you. <laughs> You're you're saying all this wild shit. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for the consequences, and now those consequences are happening. Oh, so that's why it's so mm, yummy mm. when it happens. Love it. We love a racist <laughs> getting fucked up, getting got. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, one of Oprah's very first shows was actually about this 1987 protest that all these racist people were at Whoa. Um, in Forsyth County. It was very recent. <laughs> I Whoa. mean, this is not like the 1960s. This is not the 1950s or 60s. This is this is like this is <gasps> in our time. You we know what I mean? We were already born. Yeah, we were yeah, already yeah. born. Um and to this day less than 4% of Forsyth County's population is black. Mm. So, it's a very white white place yeah still, uh very segregated um so oh. and that all, was all a result of how they drove these people out of town yeah um and just basically took it over but these two small communities never recovered because of this 1912 racial conflict it resulted in the forced displacement of the entire pretty much the entire black community yeah of Oscarville and the surrounding communities became ghost towns basically and never recovered. Um, So ghost towns just, uh, yeah, it's, it's also just, you know, the re one of the reasons we picked this topic too, is that Amber Ruffin just did a really good segment on Lake Lanier and like the history of it. And then also, was naming other like tons of other lakes there there's so many oh, yeah places in the u.s that mimic this where um especially black people um like even like hispanic people and indigenous people have been like driven from their homes and over time you know you do this to enough communities and it starts to eat at you know like generational wealth for example in Lake Lanier in the in the towns that Lake Lanier replaced these were places where people had settled they had their own land they had you know property and and all this stuff and were basically forced out and that happens I mean the whole time 
researching this, I was thinking about like where Dodger Stadium was built Mm -hmm. and how this was done to um, a lot of. It's called Chavez Ravine. Yeah. And it was primarily like Hispanic families that like yes. lived all throughout and they were all forced out. Forced. Forced out. Like yeah. by like this development of. Right. I'm a huge Dodger fan. I love Dodgers. Yeah. But. Well, it's shit. like the stadium, the freeway. It's like everything that's been. Yeah. But, yeah. In that area. Any kind of any kind of like infrastructure like this. There is there were people that were living in the places where there are huge like yeah you know and that are you know freeways lakes yeah uh you know all kinds of all kinds of things that we just like don't even think about yeah uh that exists now yeah there had there has been a a consequence to the creation of that so just keep it in mind I mean you don't have to like feel like you know it is what it is. It is what it is. But we have to be aware of this shit. Yeah, we have to be aware. We have to we have to know that that has had a lasting effects on, you know, people in the area and the area itself. And it's also good to know because, you know, like, yes, they paid these families out, but they did not pay them. It wasn't enough. You know, it's like they they came in, they tried to buy their houses. Some people didn't want to sell and they were forced out. Some people were like, "Okay, yeah, I'll sell. I'll like take this money and then realized, you know, they got pennies on the dollar. They got pennies on the dollar for their property. And that property was worth more long term than, you know, than they received and then had to go start over essentially. And it's also important to know these things for development now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oil pipelines and stuff like that is upsetting. There's a cost to everything and it's important to know who is it displacing, who like what is it ruining? What is it taking away? What are the long term effects of this? Because it could be big and it could be, you know, it's a lot of times it's to communities that have already been marginalized for a long time and they're kind of seamrolled. Yep. In a lot of situations. So it's just yep. fucked up. Good yeah, to be aware. This, it's good to be aware. And like. It's part of our a, history. It's part of our history. Our real history. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is like the foundation of our country. In yeah. a lot of ways. It's like spurred a lot of progress. But mm-hmm. you got to be aware that it has harmed a lot of of people and yes. and land, you know, in the yeah. process. Because mm-hmm. this area, this valley uh, that was flooded where Oscarville and these surrounding communities were, it was far- primarily primarily farmland. Yeah. And the people, like the black people that lived there had come basically straight from descendants of, of slavery yes. and yes. had made their own way and like yes. were farmers and were successfully farming the land and mm-hmm. making a good living for themselves and yeah. had, a, had a full community and having that happen to them was devastating and is part of the story of the great migration mm-hmm. of black people to northern states so mm-hmm. if you don't mm-hmm. know about any of this i have some book recommendations for you at the end oh we'll put them in the notes too yep mm-hmm. in the episode notes at any rate even after the heinousness of all these people being displaced and mm-hmm. the majority of the valley subsequently becoming a ghost town because of the forced displacement mm-hmm. um when the Army Corps of Engineers came in and mapped out the area for the lake a couple decades late, like uh, literally like this happened like all throughout the beginning of like like 1912 on through that decade, people were mm-hmm. leaving. I mean, it happened pretty suddenly, like right within the few like a year or two. Yeah. All the all the the black people in Forsyth County just were like getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah all these white people are trying to literally kill us. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the Army Corps of Engineers mapped out the area for the lake uh, decades later. Not that long after, but, you know. Yeah. Pretty soon. Um, The, even after all this happened, the the construction still displaced more than 250 families, 15 businesses, and relocated 20 cemeteries along with their corpses in the process oh my goodness (laughs) it's it's like a lot it's a lot of fucking land this is a huge lake yeah an entire fucking valley 
Um, so all these cemeteries that are within this valley, you have the the regular marked graves that are within the like boundaries of these like known cemeteries, but there's also a shit ton of unmarked graves that either you know people are too poor mm-hmm. to be buried within cemeteries or you know, they weren't allowed to be (laughs) buried in the cemeteries. Yeah. Or they're, you know, they're buried on their property. Like a lot of people were just buried on their property. So there's like a lot of unmarked graves that just were never, the the corpses were never recovered and moved. Um, So yeah, not only did they disturb a bunch of cemeteries, they still didn't get all the bodies because of all the unmarked graves. So it's just like... It's so gruesome. It's so, yeah, it's just like, really, did it have to be here? And also, like, could you not figure out a better way? I mean, maybe they couldn't, you know. It yeah. makes sense that you would look at the land and be like, okay, this will be the easiest, you know. Like, we already have this this natural valley that exists that we can fill with water and, like, it'll yeah act as a reservoir whatever um and it's, it's not like, that populated well it's not that populated because of white yeah. terrorists driving yeah, out yeah. all the black people so, yeah yeah, yeah. so this is this is the crux of it this is how they they decided to just like fill up that valley with water um yeah so and now tons of people use it i mean like i read something today that like in current day now right now um, as many people visit the Louvre every year as visit this lake. So Jesus. it is, it's, uh, you know, millions of people, tens of millions of people are coming here each year. It's a huge lake. They're doing fun activities, maybe having family reunions, blah, 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 whatever. Um, there's and camps on it. There's, there's camps. You know, it looks like, beautiful. Like it's gorgeous. It's huge. And it's massive. Yeah. And you could boat and do all these recreational things. But it's also a place where uh, there is an uh, an awful amount of accidents. Yeah, like you, an egregious I, amount. Also, it's it's literally like a horror movie. It's like yeah. you know how like Jason was at the bottom of the fucking lake in. <laughs> Friday to the 13th this is this is that like times a thousand oh god yeah it is uh so just searching for this place like when we were doing research a bunch of news articles came up like recent nude article articles published like in the last few hours or whatever um about incidents on because like we just had fourth of july we just had fourth of july it's BUIs, boating under the influence, boat explosions, like crashes and explosions, tubing incidents, drownings. like And yeah, people were, yeah, 4th of July, people are fucking shit up. But I also feel like if you look for this lake, like if you look into this lake at any time during the year, there's probably an incident. And and there's more attention put on it because of what we're going to talk about. Yeah, and... Just so you know, when you do Google Lake Lanier, you're probably not going to see a lot of articles about the racist history of it, like we just talked about. Yeah. You're just going to see a lot of goofy articles about, like, how it's haunted and it's, like, creepy and, like, you know, like, shit like that. And you know what? Honestly, if any fucking lake is haunted, it is this one. Yeah. If any lake should be haunted, it's this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this this uh, it's pretty well documented that this place is very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's I think like just in the last 30 years, there's been over 200 uh, deaths. And in the last since since it was created, like you said, it's been like close to 700 um, estimated. And one explanation that experts have offered is that this lake has hella debris. Like, Mm -hmm. it is, like, we were talking about, um, you know, even the lake we grew up around. Like, there's just, like, junk on the bottom of it. There's so much junk. And that's what happened with this. Like, they tried to, like, tear down trees and buildings and and things that would eventually kind of decompose and float. Because that would be problematic in the lake. Like, It'd be gross because there's just like a bunch of like 
wood and shit but also you know they need you can only do so much you can only do so much yeah like there's still maybe trees and shit um and so there's still like a lot of rubble down there even though they were able to clear buildings and you know there there's a lot of um rumors about what's still down there but they've all kind of been um like people thought oh there's a church still down there and like we can see the steeple and it's like no there's they had to knock all that shit down like they couldn't just leave a tall ass steeple in this lake yeah because um, like the force of the water would also probably knock it over too, yeah of it, like of knock the, chunks of, off and stuff yeah like flooding yeah. the valley would the force of it would knock yeah a lot of shit over anyway too yeah um and so even though there isn't like full buildings under there there is still a lot of debris from when they f- initially flooded it and it has made like looking underwater when there is an incident um, or like trying to recover property like someone's boat or whatever. It's made it very hard. Um, Manhunts and boat recoveries are very tricky. And most of the boats that have sunk are just still down there. Like, yeah, it's so it's so dark and like with so much debris down there. It's just they just can't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They would have had to clear cut this entire, even without all the, even without all the buildings being, uh, you know, demolished. Yeah. They would have had to clear cut this entire valley, which I think is almost impossible. Like you can, you can, you can cut a lot of trees down, but you're not going to get every, it was, it's like hard to like explain how much volume of shit is down there like yeah about what that that they just couldn't get to before they flooded it yeah and it's also like I would assume people thought oh well the trees will just die anyway or whatever and it's like well yeah but then they'll just be like floating around and creating silt and like you know I feel like it could be a problem yeah um there is though one thing that they left intact like there are things that are intact like roads and stuff they didn't like tear up the asphalt and yeah. and or you know but um there is a racetrack that mm. remained under there and in 2007 there was a drought and you could actually see like they removed the metal um the metal like uh what are they called bleachers yeah they removed the metal bleachers in case they like rusted and came apart or whatever. But there's concrete bleachers. And in 2007, when there was a drought, the water got so low, you could see the concrete bleachers because they're fucking high as shit. It's a racetrack. Yeah. It's creepy. And they're just like sticking out of the of the lake. I remember when we had a drought in Lake Arrowhead when mm-hmm. like really, really bad for like years. The yeah. one of the bays like completely like emptied out dried up yeah yeah dried up and there were there was like wagon wheels and shit like that people were finding so oh like, my it god was, it's fucking it's crazy they they like they try to get all the shit that they can out from there yeah. but there's just some stuff that they had to leave behind before they flooded it like it's just yeah. impossible so fucking yeah. wagon wheels <laughs> fucking wagon wheels oh my gosh well it makes sense that this would be dangerous because, like, you could get caught on this stuff. Like, you know, like, even in 2007 when the bleachers were kind of showing, it's like, well, if that's kind of popping up, what else is kind of, you know, com- up coming up from the ground and maybe could be a, an issue for someone? Um, and d- Coffins. Coffins, <laughs> dude. Just, like, people's just gravestones floating by. Like, yeah. who knows? Um, and... You know, people have reported that who have been like in boating incidents or whatever that they like felt they hit something. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, yeah, there's like a bunch of shit in the water. Um, and then the second explanation of why there's so many accidents is that the lake is haunted. And like Aaron said, you know, if there's any place that's going to be haunted, it's a place like this where all this fuck shit went down first, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, OK, I would get it. Um, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like boaters will explain like I was just saying like, oh, like hitting something. But the people who believe it's haunted will be like, no, I like felt something. It was right here. And then like people will come out to inspect the scene and, and you know, searchers will come out and they can't find anything. And so they're like, you were you hit something. It's like, yeah, we fully hit something. And then there's like nothing there. Um, maybe well, it floats away. 
I think it's something I think a lot of like a lot of these uh, man-made lakes that are deep and have debris yeah have like crazy currents too like weird currents so that's how does that happen it's just like the the terrain underneath the water oh like creating because like the, um, the elevation of the of the valley like you know creates yeah. different like and the temperatures you know. like yeah. create currents yeah yeah oh wow that makes sense yeah, yeah yeah the terrain is so like random you know yeah. probably well also um a lot of the drownings that have occurred in this lake in uh, in a lot of I'm this is not from any scientific source obviously like this is all it's from anecdotally yeah. it's anecdotal um so please don't like this is not a real measurement but people who have like survived drowning um have reported a feeling of being pulled under which is why they think it's haunted and again that could be a current that could be some sort of object Literally. that they catch themselves on yeah yeah that's scary that's really scary it doesn't it matter Honestly, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's still scary. The <laughs> conditions of this lake, whether it's haunted or not, are not conditions for swimming or people. A living people. This should not like I would not go in there. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, it's creepy as fuck. And there have been so many incidents and mm. in play and like a lot of them occur like in the calmer shop, quote unquote, shallower areas of the lake, too. Yeah, which is that's what you get you know you're 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 not on guard you know in those in a lot yeah. of those like circumstances so but then it makes sense because it's like they did not do a good job of clearing out this area so your foot gets stuck in a fucking bush or something it's yeah. like this was someone's bush in their front yard or something and yeah, then it's like yeah. you're just stuck in it it's fucked yeah. up yeah <sighs> so okay so on the topic of hauntings for people who love a good haunt Mm -hmm. um there is potentially a ghost in this lake they refer to her as the lady of the lake and as the story goes this these incidents are real but of course you know people reporting that they see um this woman you take it or leave it Mm -hmm. um so in april of 1958 delia 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 fucking delia um delia may parker young was riding with her friend Susie roberts in her 1954 ford and they were going across the linear bridge when for some reason she lost control of the car put on the brakes skidded across it plunged into the lake mm. um immediately divers are on the scene but this lake i mean this was the 50s and i'm sure they didn't have that great of resources it was nighttime like you know they could not they see had very just, much. This like was a new lake too, and it was like, new. Yeah, lake. yeah, because it had so, just been flooded like a couple years before. Yeah, created so, a couple like, years before. They probably didn't have a good idea of like you know the what was going on in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so divers searched the area. They couldn't find any vehicles, any like evidence that they were there except for this the skin marks that were on the bridge oh my god awful. yeah uh, so awful and then a year later a fisherman discovered human remains that had floated to the surface of the lake a woman's body um they weren't able to identify how the woman passed um and they weren't able to identify the woman in general but they assumed it was uh delia or Susie. Like, people just in town were like, it had to have been one of these women. Um, And they didn't have the technology at the time to identify remains. You know, it would have been really hard. um, With They didn't have, like, the ability to, like, you know, like, test DNA. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and they maybe, if you know, they had a criminal record, maybe they could have found fingerprints. But, like, the body didn't have any hands and it was also missing some toes. Yeah, it's like badly decomposed yeah. a year later. It was basically. decomposed. Probably mm-hmm. some fish, maybe snacks. Fish ate it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so years later, in November of 1990, const- uh, construction started on a new bridge, which required dredging the lake, which is so gross. Like, I know that that has to happen, but like, that is not a job I want. Yeah. You I don't, don't want to disrupt anything, especially this lake. I don't want to find no. what's down there. 
No. That's certain. Ugh. Um, and so they unexpectedly, like, no, you know, it's decades later, they found Susie Roberts Ford when they were dredging the lake, and they found a human body behind the wheel. They found remains behind oh, the wheel. Oh my god. Awful. Yeah. The car was found hidden under 90 plus feet of water and it Damn. had come I know. It had come to rest on a steep slope like some fucking hill that used to just be a hill people hiked on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and it was stuck within tree trunks, mud and other debris. Like it had like gone into the water, driven down a hill and got wedged in some like trees. Yeah. Underwater. Yeah. It's wild. And so they recovered the car. They they found a purse, rings, and a watch. They all belonged to Susie. So they, they put two and two together. They were like, okay, the woman driving was Susie. Also, it yeah. was her car. Um, and then that led authorities and just people in the area to assume that the body that was found in 1959 was most likely um, Delia Mae Parker Young. So now we get to the ghost part. Um, so these two women died um, – in a very sad way and just like have been quote unquote haunting the lake since they passed. And people have reported seeing a young woman in a blue dress walking up and down the length of the linear bridge. Ooh. And it it's assumed that it's Delia Mae Parker Young because I think of what she was wearing like when she went missing. But also sometimes they see the woman has no hands. Which. How does that. This is what always gets me about ghosts. <laughs> it's people making the story creepier. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, she had hands when she died, presumably. So why would she not have hands as a ghost? I because don't know. People, this... people are trying to make it creepier. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Anyway, um, that's like the main haunting story. I didn't honestly find that much in terms of other ghosts. Like people see People say they see ghosts of like a super old fisherman or like a guy that drove trains or whatever. Like there's, you know, some randoms um, and people just think it's generally haunted. But there was a high profile. This is death. So sad. Oh. This is so sad. And I remember this happening. Um, the probably the most high profile incident to happen on Lake Lanier and like in recent times um, was the death of Usher's stepson, Kyle mm -hmm. Glover who was in an accident. He was, like, on a – they were tubing behind a boat, like, where you pull an inner tube. Um, this was in 2012, and someone on a jet ski crashed into them. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I don't know – I don't know who was at fault, uh, but the guy I, – I mean, the guy was found guilty of manslaughter, I believe, and some other shit, recklessness and all this other stuff, um, and he was found guilty, and he spent four years in prison. Oof. So – yeah, but it was very high profile. I remember at the time, like, it he was, yeah, it was so sad. Just a it was young his, boy. It was Usher's first wife, right? Yeah, Usher's first wife's son. So Usher's stepson. Yeah. And he was, like, I think he was, like, 10 or 12. He was young. And, yeah, yeah it was really sad. sad. It was really sad, yeah. Um. So, yeah, fucking a lot. That lake has had a lot of accidents. And... Lakes do have a lot of accidents. Like when, like even just. Listen, like, I, I've been in a boat you know, accident. You know. On yeah. our lake, our small little lake where it, it's, yeah. and it's a private lake. So there's not that many people on it because there yeah. can't be because it's small. Yep. But I was in a really bad boat accident. I have a lot of fucking PTSD because of that mm -hmm. shit. And it is very scary. Your whole family was in it. Yeah, my whole family. We were we yeah. I could have died. I was yeah. thrown out of the boat. Like it was bad. And the guy's boat kept going around the lake because he got thrown out of his boat too. It ran over another boat. It could have killed people. Like oh, it was multiple people. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really, really bad. So Oh my god. I'm <laughs> like anytime it comes like when you're in a boat, when you're drinking, when you're out, you know, and especially like on a big lake where it's just like you can't anything kind of goes and you have yeah you know because our our lake has a lot of rules and you can't have jet skis you can't you yeah know, you have yeah, to all the boats have to be a certain size all the boats have to be a certain size you can only go in one direction around the lake you, can, yeah. you can't cut across it you can't just do whatever you want but on big lakes like this 
it's kind of just like you fucking balls out. Like I've been to Lake Havasu before and that shit, people die like on holiday weekends, at least three people die a day. It's like, it's just crazy. People just go balls to the walls and it's like, you're still in a vehicle that needs to be operated. Like everybody's drinking, you know, it's like everybody's out on the lake, they're drinking all day and they think that they're fine because it's not a car. And it's like, no, you're still operating a vehicle and you could fucking kill people like i feel like people don't understand physics on water (laughs) and they're like even when they're sober so oh yeah 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 driving a boat it's hard parking a boat in a slip it's hard like it's all yeah it all requires you to be it's a different skill set and you have in your mind all of your all of your senses when you're out there and they have to you have to be really with it so yeah yeah, it's uh, lakes. Excuse me. Ooh, bless Sneezed. you. Thank you. Yeah, this shit. It's this is a very dangerous lake. It does not help that uh, it has extremely bad vibes. <laughs> like, the worst vibes. It, this lake, uh, top ten lakes of the worst vibes. Number one, Lake yeah. Lanier. <laughs> I mean, it's. I I truly believe it is cursed, haunted, yeah. saturated in bad energy, yeah. all of the things because of its terrible, deep-rooted racism, yeah. evil history, all the bad, horrible things that have happened there. Mm-hmm. And then now you have like compounding factors of now that it, once it became a lake, pretty much immediately somebody died. Going yeah, yeah. Into, going into the Two water. Two women died. Two yeah, yeah. women died. And then. And they just kept dying. And then more and more people just kept getting into accidents, yeah. you know, drowning, whatever, on this lake. And so uh, if I if somebody was like, hey, do you want to go on vacation to Lake Lanier? I would say, no, I do not. <laughs> I would not like to go there. Thank you very much. I would go, but I would just stay in the lake house the whole time that like yeah. overlooked the lake and just like drink coffee and like journal and like I would just stay off the water. 100%. Yeah. Because I don't want to fuck with that. Any any body of water is dangerous, period. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if it doesn't have this this history or the extenuating circumstances that this lake does. Yeah. uh, Still. But like, yeah, I'm not a gambler. So I think I'll just sit this one out. Yeah. And also there's so many other lakes that you could go to that don't have this high of incidence, you know, like you don't need to go to this one. Also, like, why haven't they figured it out? Do they not have like engineers and economists and like people who are like studying this lake to be like, hey, maybe we should like don't go in the water. People don't go in there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should. That's the thing. Even in the ocean, even in the ocean, you have times where the lifeguards Tell everybody, do no. not go in the water. Or they say, get out. The tide's get out of the too water. strong. You got to get out. There's yeah. a riptide. Everybody out of the water. Yeah. Not, I, I don't, you're going to die, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, will yeah. get dragged out to sea. Yep. Um. Uh, no, thank you. And there's none of that at this lake. There mm-hmm. is just like, it seems like there's no safety. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's, I don't know what's happening, but it just seems yeah. unnecessarily dangerous and and knowing the history of of it uh and all the deaths that have happened there i just it's a big no for me dog there's not a single sign at that lake that says you should wait 30 minutes after eating your picnic to swim it's like why wait even one minute get in now and you're like what no this is a bad place (laughs) even the like you know the like you know the the signs on pools like if you have had diarrhea in the past like (laughs) you know 24, 24 hours, hours yeah you may, you're not permitted to swim yeah they're like do you currently come- have diarrhea come in the water like, like do you want a diarrhea in here this lake's big enough no one's gonna know it's, it's perfect for it let's do oh it oh my god i hate it so much <sighs> I do yeah too. it is you know and it's hard i mean obviously we're teasing like it you know people i'm sure enjoy it safely and whatever but like I wouldn't want to you know like oh god it took me a long time just to go in our lake uh when we first moved up there to like go in Lake Arrowhead uh because it's so deep and dark Um, I I still feel like 
I, I'd actually rather go in in the middle of the entire lake because it's deep and I know there's no lake kelp that that shit will wrap around your ankles and pull you down and it's high i remember like a couple summers where it was so high it was like almost to the top of the water and i didn't like the sliminess so i would not get in there i was like i'm not getting in yeah yeah i don't want to die in a fucking lake kelp pile oh i know oh no, I, thank you. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Lakes yeah. are lakes are scary. Any body of water is scary, but particularly yeah. this one. This uh, one, because it has some. Lake Lanier is fucked up. Um, yeah. And it is very important to be safe on the water, mm-hmm. but it is also very important to understand the history, the real history mm-hmm. of the lands we live on, the places we enjoy. The institutions we hold in high regard, Mm -hmm. the traditions we partake in, the laws we uphold, and the legacies of people in high places. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't learn, at the very least, we'll just be ignorant. And at the most, we're we're doomed to repeat awful history. So just like, just learn about it. Just learn about it. And if you do want to learn more about the history of Lake Lanier, like the 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 uh 1912 incident of forsyth uh county the book uh blood at the root a racial Mm -hmm. cleansing in america by patrick phillips goes into detail about this this the incidents that happened in 1912 wow and he really gets into it he had it's based on archival research and he does interviews with townspeople and descendants of the black people who fled in 1912 Wow. So it's like very thoroughly researched, very interesting. Uh, there was also a 2006 PBS documentary about the communities throughout the U.S. that were there's not. This is not just an isolated incident. This no. is happening all over. Yeah, the United yeah. States. By the way, lot, it, a it, lot it, of lakes. Yeah, a lot yeah. of lakes, um, but also a lot of forced, Other, yeah. forced uh, people who are violently forced out of their homes. Yep. African-American families that had to flee yeah. uh, in post-Reconstruction America. Um, like fucking led... Black Wall Street and shit. Yeah, Tulsa. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's it's so it's it's good to learn about. And one of the number one books mm-hmm. I can recommend to for just learning about the uh, the Great Migration, mm-hmm. uh, read The Warmth of Other Suns by Isabella Wilkerson. Mm. very 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 beautiful book and it's big it's thick um but you'll learn all about just the circumstances and stories of people who had to leave their homes because of this fuck shit oh is isabella wilkerson the person who wrote the cast book too i think yeah i think so yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i'm still reading that yeah Her i'm still reading large. <laughs> yeah it's they're it's intense. And they're dense and heavy. Like it's, yeah. you know. I would say the warmth of other suns, though, it's like it's written in like with pr- like prose, like. Re- oh, OK. Like writing about people's stories that oh, okay. is really it's it's easy to read. It's, oh, it's okay. like they're, they're like stories of individual people yeah. and stuff. So it's it's yeah. a, it's it's really good. Oh, you know what? Just balance it out. Uh, you just balance it out. You learn this stuff. It's heavy. Then you watch a little too hot to handle. And you get your <laughs> trash fix for the night. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I was like reading about all this shit. And I, I will say it was very hard to research this because it was so piecemeal. Yeah. All the facts about the like the 1912 incident and how it factored into the formation of this lake. Yeah. Trying to like form a narrative and like parse out the details that were because there is a lot to the story. Yeah. Very did a very cursory kind of uh, background on it. But still just, you know. Yeah. This is this is why it's important. We have to have to learn about it. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, somewhere I'll never go. No. (laughs) No, thank you. No, thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bad vibes, bad vibes only. Yeah. Um, all right. But that's all I got. Um, yeah. 
thank you guys so much for listening. Um, follow us on social media everywhere oh. at DTFU Podcast. All the places. All the, all the places. Um, go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. All kinds and of fun stuff on there. We have a Patreon if you want extra content. Um, it is patreon.com slash DTFU Podcast. Check it out. Do it. And All right. I think that's it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, hey, be excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.